section thirty four of sikh religion volume five by max arthur mcauliffe this librivox recording is in the public domain compositions of guru gobind singh extracts from alkal ustat in the year a d seventeen hundred and thirty four while in amritsar by mani singh compiled the compositions and translations of guru gobind singh and of the bards who were associated with him the compilation was subsequently known as the granth of the tenth guru though mani singh did not give it that title we now proceed to give translations from it of such doctrinal and historical portions as we believe to represent the guru's own opinions and acts jop there is one god the true the great and the bounteous the tenth guru spoke with his holy mouth god hath no quoit or marks no colour no caste no lineage no form no complexion no outline no costume none can in any way describe him he is immovable fearless luminous and measureless in might he is accounted king of kings lord of millions of indars he is sovereign of the three worlds demigods men and demons the woods and dales declare him indescribable o lord who can tell all thy names the wise call thee special names according to thy deeds i call ustat praise of the immortal may we have the protection of the immortal being may we have the protection of all steel may we have the protection of all death may we have the protection of all steel i bow to the one primal god who extended sea and land and nether regions and the firmament he is the primal being unseen and immortal his light is manifest in the fourteen worlds he is contained in the ant as in the elephant he deemeth the rich and the poor alike he is unequalled unseen and eternal he is the searcher of all hearts he is invisible indestructible and without distinguishing dress he is without passion colour form or outline he is devoid of caste marks of every kind he is the primal being peerless and changeless he hath no enemy no friend no father no mother he is far from all and near all his dwelling is in sea and land and nether and upper regions boundless is his form and boundless his voice in the shelter of his feet dwelleth bawani brahma and vishnu have not found his limits the four-faced brahma pointeth out that god is indescribable he made millions of indars and bawans he created and destroyed brahmas and sheaves the fourteen worlds he made as a play and again blended them with himself he made endless demons deities serpents celestial singers yakshas excellent and beautiful he is spoken of in the past the future and the present and he knoweth the secrets of every heart he is not attached to any one love he is contained in the light of all souls he recognizeth all people in all places he is free from death and immortal he is the invisible imperceptible being distinct from all the world he is immortal and decaying imperishable and of changeless purpose he is the destroyer and creator of all 
he is the remover of sickness sorrow and sin he who with single heart meditateth on him even for a moment shall not fall into death's noose thou art without sorrow without form yet beautiful the king of kings the giver of great gifts the preserver of life the giver of milk and sons the remover of sickness and sorrow sometimes honourable and inspiring great honour thou art a student of science an unrivalled incarnation thou appearest as a cid thou art the glory of purity thou art the net of youth the death of death the torment of enemies the life of friends the following ten sawayas or quatrains are recited at the administration of the pahal or baptism according to the rites of the tenth guru one i have wandered and in their own homes seen crowds of saravajis sudes seeds yogis and yadis brave demons demigods feasting on nectar and crowds of saints of various sects i have seen the religions of all countries but none appeared to be that of the lord of life without a particle of the love and favour of god they are only worth a rati two emperors before whom strong-armed kings used to lowly bow their heads in countless numbers who possess proud elephants with golden trappings incomparable tall painted with bright colours millions of horses which bounded like deer and were fleeter than the wind what mattered it how great those emperors were they at last departed barefooted three though they roamed and conquered all countries beating their various drums though many beautiful elephants trumpeted loud and thousands of horses of royal breed neighed for them who can number such kings in the past the future and the present they cannot be counted yet without worshipping the name of god the lord of wealth they went at last to their final home four men bathe at places of pilgrimage exercise mercy curb their passions bestow gifts exercise abstinence and perform various special ceremonies the veds the parans the koran and the other books of the mussulmans the earth and heaven all have i seen thousands of fasters yatis who practise continence all have i carefully observed yet without worshipping the name of the one god and loving him even kings are of no account five trained soldiers powerful irresistible well accoutred with coats of mail crush their enemies filled with high martial spirit they would put mountains to flight themselves unshaken they would shatter their enemies destroy rebels crush the pride of furious elephants yet without the favour of god the lord of wealth they should all depart at last and leave the world six countless heroes very valiant without hesitation face the edge of the sword subdue countries crush rebels and the pride of furious elephants break powerful forts and even without fighting conquer in every direction but their efforts avail not the lord is the commander of them all the suppliants are many while there is but one giver seven 
even the demons gods serpents and ghosts who repeat god's name in the past future and present all the beings which in sea and land every moment set up god in their hearts shall find their good deeds and glory increase they shall hear the voices of gratulation and the multitude of their sins shall depart the congregations of saints wander happy in the world all their enemies on beholding them are cowed eight lords of men and elephants rulers who reign in the three worlds who perform millions of ablutions make gifts of elephants and other animals and marry brides at various splendid swayamvars they with brahma shiv vishnu and indar shall at last be entangled and fall into death's noose but they who touch the feet of the lord of wealth shall not again resume a body nine what availeth it to sit closing both eyes and meditating like a crane this world is lost and the next also for those who go about bathing in the seven seas they pass their lives in vain dwelling in the midst of sin i speak verily hear me all ye people they who love god have obtained him ten some worshipping stones put them on their heads some suspend lingams from their necks some see god in the south some bow their heads to the west some fools worship idols others busy themselves with worshipping the dead the whole world entangled in false ceremonies hath not found god's secret god is not subject to birth or death he is acquainted with the excellent fourteen sciences he is without stain and infinite he is of unfading brightness and generous his form is not quickly recognized he is head of the saints of the whole world he is the highest object of praise by him the earth and sun are supported he is the treasury of the eighteen supernatural powers he is the dispeller of sorrow in all the worlds he is not subject to time to death or to karma he is versed in all religious ceremonies his glory is infrangible and unequalled he established all establishment he is without sorrow indivisible and impenetrable brahma by his four veds sings his praises the veds speak of him as indescribable brahma speaks of him as endless his glory is unknowable and unequalled indivisible immeasurable and unestablished by any one he made the extension of the world he created it with the utmost thought his form is endless and infrangible his glory is peerless and dazzling he is invisible and noble he made millions of indars and kings many brahmas and vishnus who meditate on him many rams krishans and prophets no one is acceptable without devotion there are many oceans mountains great as bind many fishes tortoises and serpents many deities and sons of brahma many incarnations of krishan and vishnu many indars to sweep before his door many veds and brahmas many rudars and bawans and many unequalled rams and krishans many men recite amatory poetry many tell the secrets of the veds many recite the shastars and simritis and some read the purans many perform fire sacrifices many painful penances with bodies reversed many lift their arms in the fashion of the sannyasis some down the garb of yogis and abandon the world 
some perform the niwali feat some practise painful fasting some go on pilgrimages and give boundless alms some are generous in their worldly acts some perform unequal burnt offerings some obtain regal state and dispense justice some act according to the shastars and the simritis and some in opposition to the veds many wander in different countries and many remain fixed in one place some pray in water some endure five fires on their bodies some dwell in the forest some perform the endless duties of a family man some are generous in the fashion of kings some are free from sickness and error some perform good and others bad acts some pose as shaikhs others as brahmans some perform the duties of kings in an incomparable manner some are free from bodily and mental suffering some are subject to the service of a special god some are poor others the sons of kings and some are the incarnations of vayas many brahmas read the vedas and many shesnags repeat god's name some are bairagis others sannyasis and some wander in the guise of udasis know that all these things are vain and that all such religion is fruitless without the support of the one name deem all religious ceremonies as superstition god is in the water god is in the dry land god is in the heart god is in the forest god is in the mountain god is in the cave god is in the earth god is in heaven god is here god is there god is in space god is in time god is invisible god is without a garb god is without sin god is without enmity god is deathless god is uncherished god is impenetrable god is invulnerable god is not moved by charms or spells god has his own light he cannot be moved by incantations god is without caste god is without lineage god is without friends god hath no mother god feeleth no physical or mental suffering god is without doubt god hath no karma god is invincible god is fearless god is infrangible god is indissoluble god cannot be punished god is radiant god is transcendent god is inscrutable repeat god's name establish god's name in thy heart do penance unto god and repeat his name thou o god art in the water thou art in the dry land thou art in the river thou art in the sea thou art in the tree thou art in its leaves thou art in the earth thou art in the firmament thy name is repeated again and again thy name is fixed in man's heart thou art space thou art time thou art the occupant thou art the place thou art unborn thou art fearless thou art impalpable thou art indestructible thou art continence thou art fasting thou art deliverance thou art wisdom thou alone art thou alone art the following is a satire on various penances and austerities practised by hindu sects in india swine eat filth elephants and donkeys bespatter themselves with dust jackals live at places of cremation owls live in tombs deer wander alone in the forest trees ever die in silence the man who restraineth his seed should only have the credit of the hermaphrodite monkeys ever wander barefooted how shall the wretch who is subject to a woman and devoted to lust and wrath be saved without the knowledge of the one god
it is known that demons live in the forest all children on earth drink milk and serpents live on air they who eat grass and renounce the desire of wealth are no more than calves and oxen they who fly in the heavens have only the attribute of birds they who engage in meditation resemble cranes cats and wolves all great guyanis who knew but asserted not themselves never allowed such deceit as the above to enter their hearts even by mistake they who live in the earth should be called the offspring of worms they who live in the heavens should be called birds they who eat fruit should be called the offspring of monkeys they who wander unseen should be accounted as ghosts they who float on water are like ganjeris they who eat fire like chakors they who worship the sun have the attribute of the lotus they who worship the moon of water-lilies the tortoise the fish and the shark may all be called narayan if you speak of god as kal nab the lake in which there is lotus is also kal nab if you speak of god as gopanath all gujars are gopanaths all cowherds gopals if you call god rikikesh that is a name taken by superiors of religious orders if you call god madhav that is the bumblebee kanaya is the name of the woodpecker if you speak of god as a destroyer of khans you speak of the myrmidons of death fools utter names but know not their meanings and worship not him by whom man is protected god is the protector and destroyer of the world compassionate to the poor punisher of enemies ever the cherisher and free from death's noose yogis wearers of matted hair celibates the true great brahmacharis who undergo hunger and thirst in their divine meditation they who perform the niwali feat who sacrifice to water fire and wind who hold their heads down who stand on one leg and never sit men serpents deities and demons find not god's secrets the veds and the books of the mussulman say that god is indescribable peacocks skip about dancing the thunder roareth and the lightning presenteth many phases if god be obtained by being cold or hot there is nothing colder than the moon nothing hotter than the sun if by being a raja god may be obtained there is no king equal to indar who filleth the whole world nowhere can be found a penitent like a shiv a reader of the veds like primal brahma or penitents like the sons of brahma yet without divine knowledge they are all subject to the noose of death and ever wander through the cycle of the ages one chief was born one died and one was born again there have also been many incarnations of ram chandar and krishan how many brahmas and vishnus have there been how many veds and purans how many collections of simratis have been and passed away how many preachers and madars how many casters and pollaxes how many ansavatars have succumbed to death how many priests and prophets have there been they are so many that they cannot be counted from dust they sprang and to dust they returned yogis yatis brahmacharis and very great kings the shadow of whose umbrellas extended for many miles who wandered subduing kingdoms and crushing the pride of very great kings sovereigns like man and lords of the umbrella like dilip great kings who prided themselves on the strength of their arms proud men like dara like the kings of dili and like durjadhan having enjoyed the earth in their turn at last were blended with it 
artillerymen huntsmen wearing decoy dresses and they who eat opium bow their heads many times what availeth it that men perform prostrations of different kinds to god they are like wrestlers practising the exercise of donned what availeth it that men lie with their faces turned up if they do not heartily bow to the supreme god they are only as sick men how can he who is the slave of worldly desires and ever clever in obtaining wealth obtain the one lord of the world without faith in him he into whose ear an earwig hath entered shaketh his head he who hath lost a friend or son beateth his head in mourning for grazing on ock eating fruits and flowers and ever wandering in the forests there is no animal like a goat what if a sheep rub its head against trees and thus take off its hair as for eating earth call the leech and ask it how can he who is a slave to worldly desires and addicted to lust and wrath find god without faith the peacocks dance the frogs croak and the clouds ever thunder the tree ever standeth on one leg in the forest as for those who take not life the saravaji bloweth on the ground before putting his feet on it the stones through several ages remain in one place the ravens and the kites travel from country to country how can the wretch who is without divine knowledge and who is never absorbed in the great benefactor be saved without faith in him like an actor man sometimes poseth as a yogi or bairagi sometimes he assumeth the guise of a sannyasi sometimes he appeareth to live on air sometimes he sitteth in an attitude of contemplation sometimes in his infatuation for pelf he singeth many praises of men sometimes he is a brahmachari sometimes he produceth a garden in his hand sometimes he holdeth a fakir's staff and deceiveth men's senses he who is subject to worldly desires danceth with gestures but being devoid of divine knowledge how shall he obtain heaven in the cold season the jackal barketh five times and the elephant and the donkey utter various cries what availeth it to be cut in twain by the saw at benares thieves cut men in pieces and kill them with axes what availeth it that a fool hath put a halter round his neck and drowned himself in the ganges thags put men to death by putting halters round their necks without meditation on divine knowledge fools are drowned in hell's river and without faith how can there be any such meditation if any one were to obtain by penance the lord who suffereth not pain the wounded man suffereth pain of many kinds if any one were by repeating god's name to obtain god who cannot be obtained by lip-worship the warbler ever uttereth too high too high if any one were to obtain god by flying in the heavens the bird called and wandereth in the firmament if salvation be obtained by burning oneself in the fire why should not the sati and also the serpent which liveth in hell be saved the following is a homily on the equality of men and on the hindu and mohammedan forms of worship one man by shaving his head is accepted as a sannyasi another as a yogi or a brahmachari a third as a yati some men are hindus and others mussulmans among the latter are rafazis imams and shafais 
know that all men are of the same caste karta the creator and karim the beneficent are the same razak the provider and rahim the merciful are the same let no man even by mistake suppose there is a difference worship the one god who is the one divine guru for all know that his form is one and that he is the one light diffused in all the temple and the mosque are the same the hindu worship and the mussulman prayer are the same all men are the same it is through error they appear different deities demons yakshas heavenly singers mussulmans and hindus adopt the customary dress of their different countries all men have the same eyes the same ears the same body the same build a compound of earth air fire and water allah and abhek are the same the purans and the koran are the same they are all alike it is the one god who created all the following gives the sikh conception of the manner in which souls emanated from god and are again absorbed in him as from one fire millions of sparks arise though rising separately they unite again in the fire as from one heap of dust several particles of dust fill the air and on filling it again blend with the dust as in one stream millions of waves are produced the waves being made of water all become water so from god's form non-sentient and sentient things are manifested and springing from him shall all be united in him again how many tortoises and fishes and how many eaters of them how many excellent young animals become strong-winged and fly how many birds of prey in the firmament eat the excellent birds and how many animals eat and digest the birds of prey when they see them what mattereth it whether things live in water or land or fly in the firmament god made them and will destroy them all as light blendeth with darkness and darkness with light so all things have sprung from god and shall be united in him how many go about howling how many die weeping how many are drowned in the water how many are burnt in the fire how many dwell by the ganges how many in medina and maka how many wander as anchorets how many undergo the pain of being cut by the saw how many of burying themselves in the earth how many of being impaled how many fly in the firmament how many dwell in water but they shall all be burnt in the fire for want of divine knowledge the demigods have grown weary searching for god the archdemons have grown weary striving with him the wise have grown weary exercising their wisdom they who repeat his name have grown weary of watching men have grown weary of grinding and applying sandal to themselves they have grown weary of applying excellent attar of roses they have grown weary of worshipping stones and offering them pudding they have grown weary of visiting cemeteries and yogis places of burial they have grown weary of smearing walls and of being marked with the brand of idols the celestial musicians have grown weary of singing all the canars have grown weary of their penance but none of them have found god the following is guru gobind singh's conception of the divinity god is without passion without colour without form without outline he is without worldly love without anger without enmity without jealousy he is without karma without error without birth and without caste he hath no friend no enemy no father no mother he hath no worldly love no house no desires no home he hath no son no friend no enemy no wife he is invisible without distinguishing dress and unborn he is ever the bestower of supernatural power and wisdom he is of size beyond measure his form and outline cannot be known nor where he dwelleth nor in what disguises he wandereth 
nor what his name is nor what he is called how shall i describe him he cannot be described he hath no disease or sorrow or worldly love or mother no karma no superstition no birth no caste he hath no jealousy no garb and is unborn i bow to him as one i bow to him as one he is beyond all things and from the beginning the dispenser of wisdom he is indivisible indestructible primal peerless and imperishable he hath no caste or lineage or form or colour i bow to the primal and infrangible one how many millions of worms like krishan he created built fashioned again destroyed and created he is unfathomable fearless primal unrivalled imperishable he is beyond all things from the beginning and perfect in his splendour he feeleth nor mental nor bodily pain he is unfathomable his glory is infrangible he is from the beginning and his majesty is indestructible he hath no birth no death no caste no pain he is infrangible radiant unamerciable impossible to be controlled he hath no worldly love no home he hath affection for men and is his own master he is powerful cannot be anywhere contained radiant the torturer of enemies he cannot be depicted in the past the present or the future he is not rich or poor he hath no form or outline he feeleth not covetousness or mental anxiety he is not formed out of the elements he belongeth to no sect he hath no enemy no friend no worldly love no home he is eternal and ever contained in all things he beareth love to all he hath no lust no wrath no avarice no worldly love he is unborn indestructible primal peerless invisible he is not subject to birth or death he hath no caste no pain he hath no sickness no sorrow he is fearless and without affliction he is impenetrable indivisible without karma and without death he cannot be destroyed or defamed he is bright and without a cherisher he hath no father no mother no caste no body he hath no worldly love no home no doubt no fear he hath no form there is no king over him he hath no body no axe attached to him he hath no fear he cannot be killed or pierced he hath no doubts he is eternal ever-present and of size beyond measure i bow to him as one i bow to him as one his glory is inexpressible he is from the beginning he is unassociated imperishable imperceptible and unestablished i bow to him as one i bow to him as one he hath no worldly love no home no grief no relation he is afar off pure undefiled none can behold him he hath no caste no lineage no friend no minister i bow to the one independent being i bow to the one independent being he hath no religion no superstition no shame no relation no armour no shield no karma no fear no enemy no friends no son i bow to the primal being i bow to the primal being the bodies of some undergo cold heat and rain some sit in one posture for an age some make efforts to study the science of yog men strive but even then find not god's limits some with their arms raised wander in different countries some scorch themselves between the sun and surrounding fires some recite the simratis the shastars the veds some expound amorous poetry others the books of the mohammedans some perform fire sacrifice some live on air some millions eat carrion some consume vegetables some milk some leaves but even so god becometh not manifest unto them the following sawayas also are sometimes read at the administration of the pahul one god ever cherisheth the poor saveth saints and destroyeth enemies birds beasts mountains snakes and kings all he ever cherisheth he cherisheth animals in sea and land he considereth not their evil acts compassionate to the poor an ocean of mercy he beholdeth man's sins but wearieth not of giving 
two he destroyeth misery and sin he crusheth an army of evil men in a moment he breaketh those unbreakable by human power he smiteth the very valiant but cherisheth love for those who truly love him vishnu the lord of lakshmi cannot find his limit the vedas and the books of the mussulmans cannot utter his secret the beneficent one ever beholdeth men's secrets yet he becometh not angry and withholdeth not their daily bread three he made worms moths deer serpents the past the future and the present the demigods and demons were ruined through their pride they knew not god's secret and were led astray by error the veds the purans the koran and other mohammedan books have grown weary of taking god's account but they have not found it without the light of true love hath any one obtained the honour of finding god for he is primal endless and fathomable without enmity and fearless in the past future and present he is without end one out of many without blemish sin or stain and indestructible he is the creator and destroyer of worlds he supporteth life on sea and land compassionate to the poor a mind of mercy beautiful is the holy lord of wealth five he hath not lust or wrath or covetousness or worldly love or sickness or sorrow or enjoyment or fear he is without a body he beareth love to all yet is he devoid of sensual love he is homeless and indestructible to those who know him he giveth to those who know him not he also giveth he giveth to the earth he giveth to the heavens o man why waverest thou the beautiful and holy lord of wealth will care for thee six he preserveth men in many ways from sickness from sorrow from water and from sprites when enemies aim blows at us none of them may reach our bodies for he holdeth out his hand to protect us and hinder the army of sin from approaching us what else need i say to thee o man god protecteth thee with the screen of the womb seven the yakshas serpents demons demigods all meditate on thee the inscrutable one on earth in heaven and in the nether regions of hell yakshas serpents all bow their heads unto thee but they cannot find the limit of thy glory the veds describe thee as indescribable all the demigods who search for thee have grown weary of their search they have not found thee o god eight beings like narad brahma ramna the rikhi all combine to sing thy praises the veds and the books of the mussulmans have not found thy secret all have grown weary in their search god hath not been found by any one shiv the lord of yuma cannot find thy limit the sids with their spiritual leaders and the sons of brahma meditate on thee o men meditate in your hearts on him whose immeasurable power is diffused throughout the whole world nine the veds the purans the koran and other mussulman books have not found his secret all kings have grown sore weary searching for it they could not find the secret of the inscrutable after great travail they proclaimed him invulnerable thou o lord hast no passion no form no outline no colour no relation no sorrow no companion thou wast in the beginning and yet hadst no beginning thou art unfathomable without distinguishing dress and without jealousy he who repeateth thy name shall save his relations ten men have performed millions of ablutions at places of pilgrimage they have made many offerings and endured great fasts putting on the dress of great penitence and wearing long hair they have wandered in many countries but they have not found the beloved god they have made millions of attitudes of contemplation and prostrations many offerings of their limbs to tutelary divinities and blackened their faces but without meditating on the name of the compassionate to the poor 
the deathless they have at last gone to death's abode thou art the discharger of arms the holder of the earth and the umbrella the betrayer of kings the great tormentor of enemies the bestower of gifts the great enhancer of honour the giver of a resting-place the cutter of death's noose conqueror in the fight remover of obstacles great bestower of wisdom thou art honoured even among the most honoured thou art learned in divine knowledge thou art the great giver of wisdom the destroyer of the god of death the dwellers of the east know not thy limit the goddess hingula who dwelleth in the himalayas meditateth on thee the gurdizis of gore sing the praises of thy name the yogis practise yog to be united with thee how many suspend their breath to obtain thee the arabs of arabia worship thy name the Farangis of france worship thee the kandaris and Quarishis know thee the residents of the west recognize thee as the object of their love the marathas and the magadis heartily do thee penance the natives of telang fix thee in their hearts and recognize thee as the abode of religion like milk in chirwad like buttermilk in chatranir like moonlight on the banks of the jamna like a female swan in turkey of the shias like a diamond in husainabad like the stream of the ganges when it blendeth with the seven seas like quicksilver in palagar like silver in rampur like saltpetre in surangabad like the champa flower in chandarikat like moonlight in chandagar thy praise flourisheth like the malati flower like christu and kailas kamagar and kashipur like a mirror in sarangabad like snow in the himalayas like shiv's necklace in halbanir like a swan in hajipur on seeing which the heart is fascinated like white sandal in champawati like the moon in chandrajir like moonlight in chandagar like the ganges on shiv's head like cranes in bulandabad shineth the light of thy praises the persians the english the double-faced men of france the mirdang players of makran sing thy praises the inhabitants of baghkar of kandhar and of gore and the gakars and gurdzis and those who live in on air meditate on thy name in the east in palau in kamrap and kaman wherever man goeth there thou presidest thy glory is perfect written and spoken incantations cannot affect thee o lord and none can find the limit of thy praises god is peerless imperishable his throne is immovable he is peerless endless his praise is unrivalled he is indestructible and the invisible lord he is everywhere king he blossometh in the forest and the glades his splendour is like the spring everywhere diffused the great one pervadeth the woods and glades birds and quadrupeds he everywhere blossometh he is beautiful and wise he blossometh like flowers and glittereth like the peacock cupid on recognising him waveth a chari over him his power is perfect he is the bestower of food the merciful the treasury of favour the perfect the bounteous wherever we look there appeareth his splendour he is free from anger and a treasury of favour he everywhere blossometh he is beautiful and wise he is the great king of the woods and glades of sea and land his splendour appeareth everywhere he is the treasury of favour his light dazzleth his glory is perfect the sky and the earth repeat his name over the seven heavens and the seven hells his net of karma is spread unseen end of compositions of guru gobind singh extracts from akal ustat